So I just graduated university and I was mm. making about $4,000 a month from music. I literally walked across the stage the day I dropped blah, blah, blah. Immediately skyrocketed. Wait, how did life change? I definitely thought I was right more. When everyone is just like, holy sh song is huge. You snack. All blowing smoke up your ass. What happens is it inflates your ego. I thought that like every single creative direction I had on things was right solely because uh, of like everything that I was doing at the time was so algorithmically right. like like just in your favor in in my favor that I was like I'm doing everything right. In actuality, it was just solely based off the internet just working in my favor. Would you ever a fan? If they're there and like wearing merch, hell no. I ended up hooking up with this one girl from Toronto one time. Uh, I ended up flying her down to Vegas. It was good, it was good, it was good, it was good. And then I was like rehearsing to do like this small little set and she knew every lyric and I was like. And she was like singing and I was like. And my homie Antonio was there and he looks at me and he's like. Oof. I talk about this a lot with my musician friends. A lot of the music that blows up sometimes now, it's like, it's not good musicians anymore. It's good content creators. Yeah. Right. And it's just like, are you able to get this viral? Are you able to promote it? Are you able to like use reels and TikTok and whatever? So it's interesting because you see all these like ginormous songs on TikTok with like millions of videos, but they're not big songs. Edamame, it is a big song, mm -hmm. but yesterday was the number one trending song in North America on reels and it did a hundred thousand reels in one singular day out of nowhere is it helping my career not at all i literally went down in streams it doesn't carry over that see that's sense. what you would assume why baby no money though because he's a baby with no money i will not spend my money like me buying this watch yesterday was like ridiculous like mm. very outrageous i told all my friends and they're like dude you've changed you switched up bro. <laughs> yeah you hollywood now yeah you hollywood bro oh. don't don't even come home don't even bother mm. Um, but also, so my DJ, his name is Dan. Uh, I was a part of a group called Broke Boy Gang beforehand, and mm. my name is Baby Freestyle, and it didn't fit in the back of the jersey that we were making for our first show. It was too long. Yeah. yeah, it was too long. So he just shortened it to BBNO dollar sign, and then I just read it out loud. And I'm like, Baby, no money. It just sounds really catchy. Mm. And then I just kind of ran with that when I, I went away to university and I stopped making music with all the boys because it was also just like not really working. So none of the yeah. boys had any inclination to do it do it anymore so no. just did my own thing and call myself baby no money Word. yeah hey we here with baby no money today what's up family aka alex uh you guys might have seen him from the uh, or might have heard such bangers as la la dude your your hair is perfect it's like <laughs> oh thank you it's like it's like a it's like a, it's like a it's serving serving plate just like yeah, it has a little, little lip you can like pour like the on soup on top you know yeah right? Yeah, a little That's ramen nice. noodle, yeah. you know. But no, let's uh, let's give a quick introduction. Where, where have they seen you from? Where, where, the, where, where do they know you from? Uh, I make music. I play video games. Uh, I do funny things online, kind of. And uh, yeah, I made a song with Rich Brian. I made one of the biggest songs of 2019. I make music with Young Gravy. And Dope. I love my mom. Mm -hmm. That's what's up. And you invited us to invite me in, into to your show last week. And I'm not going to lie. The first time I met you, bro, it was such a, like, I was like, oh, shit. We're about to go backstage. I'm looking mm -hmm. at the crowd of people. And then you just, the, the introduction you, you gave was, it, it just made me feel, like, real comforting. Oh, it was, like, chill. You know what I mean? Really? Yeah. Because I, I was, like, in, in that setting, I was like, oh, shit. You know, he, he's performing. I, he he might I don't know maybe a little standoffish maybe a little. Well, you guys also didn't show up before my set. Before my set, I, I mean not not only did you not only did you miss my set. No. no. Yeah, it's true. It's your way. I have beef on this. Oh, I'm gonna. So Alice's show was at 7:30 p.m. Okay. So I text Jimmy. I'm like, I'm like, hey, mm -hmm. I think he's gonna come on at like eight. So I'll come over to your place like 6:45 because we're all riding together. So I get to Jimmy's place 6:45 on the dot. I'm ready to go. Jimmy, like, gets out of the gym in his tank top. Well, well, hold on. He First takes of all, a 20-minute shower. Then he comes out. And then he does his hair. He does a, Like, 30 minutes later, he comes out. It's like 7.15. And then he's like, I'm hungry. Let's go get dinner. And I'm like, what the f***? And Let mind you, the show is an hour and a half away. I'm not done, Jimmy. Don't interrupt <laughs> me. But we get to Alex's show at 9.30 p.m. It started at 7.30. We got there at 9.30 p.m. Y'all did and get I, late, late and for sure. Alex, this is like his only show in L.A. that I get to see from him. And we did not get to see him perform. Yes, Jimmy, you wanted to speak. Well, okay. So, <laughs> for the record, when I hear a 7.30 show, I'm just going to assume there's, there's, you know, there's openers. There's, you know. Yeah, he is the opener. 
There is there is, the no, there is no real opener in our set. I mean, there's more of a closer because Matt closes. Right. Uh, but it's just like I perform and then we perform and then I get off and just go sip tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. And I'm thinking like show like the shows that I go to EDM shows like it they they start at like ten. Right, the doors open. When I hear doors open, I'm like, okay, doors open. It's for a country then, fair though, or like county fair, I, which I didn't know. Which I, I was, I thought it was just it was a show mm-hmm. that was gonna last all night. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I was, I was, yeah, respectfully, I, I took my time and. It's all good, I, man. I, I realized, like, oh shit. I only cried like a couple times. <laughs> oh yeah, oh. yeah, just a couple times. Um, but anyways, to Jimmy's point, that's like one of my favorite things about you is like you're just such a homie. Like you're so chill. Like the first time we hung out. Do you remember, like, I picked you up in the middle of, like, the street in Hollywood. And then we went to a grocery store, like, got chips, ate in the car, and then got tea. And it's just, like, so chill and wholesome. And it's, like, you don't have an ego on you. Like, legitimately. Like, you're you're obviously cool and talented, but you're just a homie. And it's, like, it's so nice hanging out with you. Thanks. I appreciate that. It's kind of hard taking compliments, honestly. So uh, it's just kind of awkward. Thank you. But uh, I appreciate that. I mean, like, the one thing that I've always really been interested in is, like, how and why does being in, especially in music, like, like, like the pedestal that people get put on for being musicians, right. it's like, how does it affect people? I don't understand. Like, if anything, like, right. you're more clo- closed off. So in reality, like, you shouldn't actually have an ego. But Right. So if anything, lot- it could make you more lonely if you're, if you're super closed off. Oh, definitely. But I, I feel like... Unfortunately, a lot of people have egos in music because mm-hmm. just it is really easy to get an ego for sure. Yeah. I just like nothing has changed in my life. I'm financially way more stable, and mm-hmm. I still live at home with my parents. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, but I'm never home. So, but when I'm home, I get to chill, chill with my mom and dad and see my little nephew. So, what do you think inflates musicians' egos when they first? Um, like, I think like a, probably like everyone. In, Everyone weighs like attraction of the opposite sex, probably like one of the most deeming validation factors. Yeah. Uh, so I would say probably that. Like, I mean, like, I went from at being a university student being weird because I was making music to girls DMing me because I make music. So the you know the fundamental shift of like like this weird like almost superiority for no fucking reason just right. because I say jibber jabber on a song <laughs> and like it, it you know it gets popular. So. Yeah. You know, ever since social media, this has been more of like a, a leading factor of probably egos. And like, right. you also just get validated online by yeah. like posting a photo. Yeah. So it's like, why do people interact with my stuff? I don't know. It's because I'm funny, perhaps. But why? In actuality, like, why does this matter? It doesn't. Uh, but it's cool because like I have a career and I'm really happy and I'm mm. blessed. But it's like. Mm-hmm. Dude, I could speak for days on the sociology or the effect of psychology on like how people interact with things online and how yeah, it's yeah, unhealthy yeah. and whatnot. Um, just from my experience with doing what I do, it's just like yeah, it's a lot. And no. you gain exposure so like super quickly, right? Was, no, not really. I mean, it took me years to get to to the the hit. Well, I mean, to now, right? I mean, right, right. obviously, when I had La La La, like I think that was like about. 2019, 2015 of October is when I made my first song. It took me practically four years to get to a point of having like a, a global hit, which honestly, like, it shouldn't have happened anyway. But God bless it did. Well, um, what do you mean? What do you mean it, sh- it shouldn't have? Like, I mean, you didn't expect it to blow up. I mean, no one. Okay, if you're a musician, like, you should never expect to have a song that big. Mm. You should just make music for fun. My perspective was like, I remember I told myself I would, <laughs> I would buy a bunch of blow for the boys and we would go partying all night if i ever had a song that hit ten thousand views did you no <laughs> because i was like okay i attained that what's the next thing and then it was a hundred thousand views i'll buy montclair jackets for the whole gang didn't do that either <laughs> and then i told myself i told myself as soon as i ever get my first gold record i would buy my first apartment i did that but then i sold it but it's just like every single time i like keep on making like these weird like bullshit goals that keep on happening um it's just like you know i just strive for more and it's like right. nothing's fulfilling almost it's weird really yeah it's weird i mean like the human like you guys have like really small nephews or babies or like in your family no so when you watch a baby interact with its world all it wants to do is entertain itself mm-hmm. yeah that never stops mm-hmm. so when i do a show like you guys saw in front of three thousand people i'm 
you know, fake jacking my like that's just normal life for me. So I need now rather than having three thousand, I need thirty thousand. It just never stops. It just never stops. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting because I've definitely been have to like level myself sometimes. I'm like, hey, like this is my life is ridiculous. Totally. Yeah. And I'm so unbelievably grateful to be the position mm-hmm. I'm in. But it's like weird. Mm-hmm. It's like being conditioned with like mm-hmm. a, a, my adrenal glands like firing mm-hmm. 24-7. Right. So. Damn, that's crazy. I... I mean, I think about this a lot, even with like content creation and views, it's all the same, right? It's like, yeah, when you have a crazy post, you're like, I need it. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, it's like, oh, inject that viral yes. shit, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yes, all the likes, all the comments. But, Thank you. Mm-hmm. But, I, you know, people may say that that's not the case, but a 1 billion percent, like, you know, people all have the exact same perspective on things. Mm-hmm. And it's, a, you know, why? It's just because we're all human. It's all mm-hmm. the same thing. When you said you, you, you didn't expect it to blow up, but when it did, right, was did, did that, like, how much did it launch you? Today's podcast was sponsored by Factor. With the fall season already in full swing, you might be looking for a wholesome, convenient meals for your jam-packed days. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, can help you fuel up fast with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track with your he- healthy lifestyle. With Factor, you could skip extra step to the grocery store of the chopping, the prepping, the cleaning. Skip all that by getting Factor's fresh, never frozen meals. They're ready to cook in just two minutes. And all you have to do is just heat them up and enjoy. You know, it's like this. With, with my days being so packed with filming and editing, I think Factor is, uh, it saves me a lot, a lot of time. And you could choose from over 34 weekly flavor-packed, fresh, never-frozen meals. Need an extra boost to support your wellness goals? Feel your best as you tackle a busy autumn. And try our Protein Plus meals with over 30 grams of protein. And you could also round out your meals and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of 45 different add-ons, including breakfast items, bacon, egg, and cheese bites, bacon, egg, breakfast skillet. And you could also get freshly pressed juices, shakes, and smoothies. So this September, get Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simple, choose your meals and enjoy fresh flavor-packed meals. Head to factormeals.com slash downbadshow50 and use downbadshow50 to get 50% off. That's code downbadshow50 at factormeals.com slash downbadshow50 to get 50% off. I was, uh, so I just graduated university and I was mm-hmm. making about $4,000 a month from music. So, so you do music full time? Yeah, yeah, but I was, I well, just, no, no, I literally walked across the stage the day I dropped la la la. So that day, I remember I was like super wasted celebrating. <laughs> and my really good friend, Ethan, was like, yo, like he pretty much carried me through university. He was like, yo, how much are you making for this? Dude, I'm like making like $4,200 a month. It's crazy. He's like, well, that's fucking insane. Yeah. And uh, uh, at that moment, I was like, I can do this. Like, yeah. like yeah. that's that's a wage. That's like totally safe. Like, I'll just yeah. do this. I'm not going to go get a job for the yeah. summer. And then I dropped la la la. And it like just immediately skyrocketed everything. Yeah. Um, like, how did life change? I definitely thought I was right more. <laughs> okay. Because when everyone is just like, holy shit, this song is huge. This song is, mm-hmm. you snapped. Keep going. Keep going. Blah, blah, blah. Like, all blowing smoke up your ass. Mm-hmm. Um, what happens is it inflates your ego. Right. I don't think I, like, lost ego to be, you know, become an asshole to people. But I thought that, like, every single creative direction and, and perspective I had on things mm-hmm was right solely because uh, of like everything that i was doing at the time was so algorithmically right. like like just in your favor in in my favor that i was like i'm doing everything right mm. um but in actuality it was just solely based off the internet just working in my favor yeah so through doing that for like four or five six months it's like you know it felt like i i was ready for it because uh. i've been working my ass off for so long yeah and if that happened but before i would have worked my ass for so long i definitely would not have known what to do but the one thing that i was not prepared for is like being slapped with like reality afterwards because like the song was doing four million streams a day the the only time i've ever had a song do even remotely as close was like 1.6 on edamame one day right so at its peak it was doing two times the amount of streams than my other biggest song yeah and the next biggest song i think i peaked at like probably like six hundred thousand streams in it yeah. one day 
So it's like not even comparable in the slightest. Yeah. So it was just like managing my expectations kind of thing. What was the bag like? You went from four to... <laughs> uh, It definitely was a lot. I remember my dad being like, what? And like even my mom, my brother, yeah. my brother, my brother, my brother and I have a weird relationship. I was homeschooled. So he was always like the bigger bro energy. Yeah. But I remember he called me one day and he was like, you snapped. Mm-hmm. Like you went crazy. And I'm like, yeah, I did. <laughs> and uh, that was a really cool feeling. And you know, I, even, even from just like doing music, like so religiously and like just like sticking to it. Like yeah. I feel like my relationship with my brother is just like evolved into something so, so much more beautiful. Because right. he's a, like one of the most talented photographers I personally know. Mm-hmm. And he... Uh, the whole family is like a artistic... My sister like, is the least artistic person in uh, the world. She's just a genius. And is doing her PhD in like family psychology. Okay. But... Um, yeah, no art, zero art. Sure, zero. But 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 but, but still hardworking, yeah, and hard successful working. nonetheless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My parents went crazy on us for sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. The bag was good. I signed the song with Y2K to Columbia, mm-hmm. and I mean, got a life changing amount of money just from one singular record. Right. Wow. So I immediately put that on a down payment on an apartment. But that you sold later on. I just sold it recently. I sold okay. it in the beginning of the year. Okay. I made I made like. A couple thousand dollars on it. It was good. Sure, was sure, good. sure, sure, sure. So uh, you knew to invest that money right away. Right away, yeah. This is random, but do you feel like that's a Canadian thing, like wanting to save money? Because I feel like a lot of Canadians I know like just don't spend a lot. Like they're not like. I don't people. think so. Okay. I mean, I definitely know a lot of people that spend a ton. Mm-hmm. At least Canadian people. But I just grew up in a family where it was like I kind of had everything I needed. But are you guys cheap? Oh yeah. I mean. I, I think this is, I mean, it's, it's ingrained in all Chinese people. Uh, I think from birth to, to just save money. Uh, I think I had to like unlearn that. Mm-hmm. So uh, around like 2018, 2019 is when I was like, I started making some money off of YouTube. And then like, I was, bro, I was like Uber pulling my girlfriend from the club. Wow. Boss yeah. up. Now, now, grant. Now, mind you, boss down. Now, mind you, we was like, no, it was not balls up because, mind you, I I was, I was like, we were uh, doing like phone sex, right? And the next thing you know, the driver stops, and then, and then a person comes in, opens the door. I just hear, you ordered a fucking Uber pool. (laughs) That's crazy. I'm like, oh shit, and, and you know, it sometimes the Uber pool is like it, you you leave it up to chance. Sometimes they don't pick anybody else up. Wait, so and this fin- is to take her to your place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh after the club. God, yeah. So, so I would. <laughs> I, I, that's <laughs> that's kind of hard, honestly. I like Uber pulling. Right. That's what I'm it, saying. It, it's interesting because you can meet cool people and have like. Cool yeah, yeah, yeah. To be fair though, I've had like every single Uber that I've taken in the past like four days. The, like the driver has been sparking crazy conversation like non-stop like like aggressive conversation i'm Damn. like dude this is like do i look that inviting to have like a really like open conversation about politics that funny. i'm canadian you just gotta i just get mansplained by a bunch of men telling me about american politics that i truthfully don't really right. care, care too much yeah, about yeah, yeah. but i mean it, it affects Canada, I guess. Yeah, no, I, I don't spend money. But I think it's because I grew well, I grew up really poor, right? Like, straight up didn't have money. Like, if you're hungry, like, you're hungry. You sleep, yeah. you, like, you sleep for dinner. Um, so I got used to not spending money. And then, I mean, all through college, too, it's like my parents don't work. So all my money goes to them. So every, even the money I make, and now I'm unemployed, so that's a whole other thing. But, but the money I was making, it just felt like it was never my money. It just felt yeah. like my family's money. That makes so, sense. So I, don't, I didn't feel like I had a right to, like, use it. Yeah, totally. Until, like, my parents, like, I don't know, are housed. Yeah, my parents were definitely, I was, like, definitely pretty fortunate to live in, like, under a house. And, you know, like, we had loving family. My my dad worked, like, 80-hour weeks to support the family. So Damn. he's kind of a workaholic and I kind of, like, you know. Are you like that, too? Definitely. Um, I see a lot of myself in my dad, mm. unfortunately. A lot of the anxiety as well. But, look, you know. You can only win so many battles, right? Really? Do, do you think you have like social anxiety? What, what kind no, of? No, not social anxiety. I'm definitely just an introvert, but I'm I'm an extroverted person because right. I have to be. But I'm an introvert. Yeah. Do you feel like you struggle with like mental health at all? Like especially as a musician, do you feel like it's made it harder to like be mentally stable? That's a deep ass question. I don't think he was ready for that. I one. mean, no, no, we're no, talking no. about anxiety. No, 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 I'm totally good. Uh, I love being open about my mental health. I think it's pretty important. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'm not perfect. Mm-hmm. No one is. Uh, but 
I think that like the lack of sleep that I get really mm. leads to my from torn from touring. Just mm. I I just think too much about things. Uh-huh. Um, it's just like I'm constantly working essentially in yeah. my brain. So it's like, oh, what can I do next? Like, it's not like, oh, I'm making songs in my brain. It's literally just like, how can I, you know, improve my career? So I'm always, always thinking about like what I can do next, yada, yada, yada. Lack of sleep because of touring. Touring is also just like very abrasive on your body. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not nearly. Just jacking as, off on, on, on stage all the time. Yeah, a lot of jerking. Aggressive. Like my shoulder hurts because of it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm fortunate to be in a position where I can pay for therapy. Um, and I've learned a lot about myself through doing that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, some days are difficult. Um, you feel like you you have to also uh, like constantly chase the high. I'm a numbers guy. Mm -hmm. I like parabolic graphs. I don't like descending graphs and (laughs) nobody likes descending graphs. (laughs) Nobody likes that. It's actually like heavy. Um, but I also recently have been really just tapping into the, I don't give that much of a fuck anymore about anything. And I've just, trying to go back to the reasons of why i started doing this is just because mm. the love of making music yeah and this week i made like five or six songs so i've just been like in the studio just doing kind of what i like to do and mm. like just forcing producers to shut up and i'm just like fucking record me I'm so you. yeah it's good so i'm really happy to do that and i just need to do that because that's kind of like the the purpose of being a musician you know yeah, like, yeah, yeah. i'm i want to become less of this influencer guy mm-hmm. and more of a just a musician mm-hmm. yeah, and like yeah, have yeah. have to or have less of a desire to be like in front of people's eyes and right. just be in people's ears if that makes mm-hmm. sense so um but through like through doing that i think the only issue is like i have to be seems like you have to be online all the time mm-hmm. and it's like very difficult to separate myself from my business and i don't think i have like personality disorder but mm-hmm. i definitely am drawn thin mm-hmm. all the time no it's it's really an interesting phenomenon especially with tiktok but i i talk about this a lot with my musician friends but like a lot of the music that blows up sometimes now it's like it's not good musicians anymore it's good content creators yeah. Right. And it's just like, are you able to get this viral? Are you able to promote it? Are you able to like use reels and TikTok and whatever? So it's interesting because you see all these like ginormous songs mm-hmm. or on TikTok with like millions of videos, but they're not big songs. No one cares about the song. They just care about the content being made. Right. Like for instance, I Edamame, it is a big song, mm-hmm. but yesterday was the number one trending song in North America on reels and it did a hundred thousand reels in one singular day out of nowhere just literally out of fucking nowhere and i'm like cool is it helping my career not at all i literally went down in streams right. that day so right. it doesn't carry over like how does that make see, sense? that's what you would assume but i guess people just like associate that song with oh that song blew up like a year and a half ago i need something new because uh you hyper expose everyone to all these songs if there's one video with like 75 million views there's probably like 60 million people because yeah. there's probably a couple of people re-watching it but there's probably 60 million people that just saw that song and they know it and they probably if they don't like it it's gone they don't need to hear it ever again mm. and like they won't even like try to hear it or like try to go search it up because that's what they know in the song they don't mm-hmm. like it mm-hmm. so I don't know. Hey, now you mentioned that. Um, I, I remember you telling me that uh, some of your songs went viral in China. Yeah. How how that happened? And 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 that carried over to real weight. You know, real, 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 real physical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, to a big like Chinese audience. Yeah, to the big point Chinese where audience. You went out there, dude. I have this. Where's my phone? It's an after video. They just sent me. This shit's crazy. Wait. I don't need it this long. But like. Look at these audiences. They're fucking huge, dude. God damn it. Yeah, I, so I don't have a, I don't have my beanie on. Right. And this girl came up on stage and stole it and then just ran out of the venue. And then I just ran out of the venue. Chasing? Yeah, I was like, dude, bag? I was like, there's no way someone's stealing this shit right That's now. Crazy. And I went up to her and I grabbed it out of her hand. I was like, that's mine. And she started crying. I was like, oh, you, you brought this on yourself. And uh, That's but, crazy. She stole your shit and started crying? That's crazy. Yeah, crazy. Damn. But it, it's nuts. My fans out there are like... Mm. So when I went outside... I didn't even know Chinese people go that hard for, for, for music out there. I'm Dude, if they, if they like like music, they yeah. really ride. Mm. Like, it's oh, it's no joke. Like yeah. I Are they I, saying the lyrics too? Are they... 
Like the hooks. Okay. Like the part, the part yeah. that is like popular. 100%. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like when you start rapping fast, you get a bunch of looks back <laughs> yeah. at you. Like, oh. Do you do you feel like you have a lot of like parasocial fans? Like, have people ever been like creepy or like try to stalk you or anything that's like out of line? Uh, oh. there was this person recently that she sent something to my parents' house, and I have no idea how she got my my information. That's creepy as fuck. Yeah, but then I realized. Well, I met her in Milwaukee, and she has like a kid, two kids, and like the kids are. Oh, like, this was a love interest. No, no, no. Oh, uh, she was. She had two kids, and she was just like at the show, and these kids were literally seeing my lyrics, and they were like four years old, and it's like this little kid has like, bitch, do the math, like on his t-shirt, and he's like, bitch, do the math, dude. a really cute kid. Yeah. But the mom comes up to me, and she's like, she's like, did you get the gift? And I was like, oh, it was you, and uh, and I was like, yeah, and then she's like, well, you should probably change your. Uh, like information online because it's out there and i'm like what how did you you snapped so she she figured it out and i changed it but it was just like how like how it was leaked where no i don't know it's actually frightening it, it's actually very common that your information is just on yellow pages like data brokers just sell your information and you people can find it online like if they know like your name right don't do this please you should you it's should fucked. do like there there are like services like delete me that's what I use to like delete all my shit yeah. but like if someone searches your name and your like zip code yeah. or like your birthday if they know those things they can find your address like easily because because your name is usually registered to like where you're living sure or, like, sure sure I, I don't number. think I'm on that level yet yeah 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 I, yeah soon yeah. enough I think yeah but I think I think you have to be at, on a certain level where where they're looking up your address I think I think you you got one I got one you got one yeah. which yeah. is you know. Oh, fairness. This is useful for anyone though. Like, if you have a crazy ex, like, get your yeah. info off online. Like, you know. Right. You guys have crazy exes? No. No. I'm the crazy. <laughs> yeah, she's the crazy one. <laughs> no, uh, I'm just kidding. We we don't talk. We just never. What about you? Do you have any crazy exes? Everyone's got a little got bit of this. One. Yeah. Two. Couple. How many relationships have you been in? Uh, I've been in. Okay, what what constitutes a relationship? Like yeah. a solid year, like a solid what? What? A, a year. I, okay, let's get like six months. No, I, I just, I just think if you called yourself like girlfriend board, like you made it official and committed. Uh, one, two, three, three, three. How, how, how old are you right now? I'm 28. Okay. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, I, I definitely had a portion of my life where I was no girls. Mm. It was like. <laughs> Last year, <laughs> no, pretty much. My so my girlfriend in high school, or like right after high school, like destroyed me. And then I was like, "Hey, fuck it, no girls until I make money." Right. And uh, it yeah. worked. Yeah, yeah, it legitimately worked. Like, so how? Like, what was that stretch? It was like five years of no girls. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, there was one full year that I had. It was five hundred days of no hooking up with anyone. Yeah. Uh, and then my whole university career or degree, there was one girl, two girls that I like kissed. So over like four years, pretty much. Wow. Because it was just like it wasn't. I wasn't even interested. Yeah, in yeah. It. Um, I oh no, I had sex with that girl. Did you do some like confessions back then? Of what? Of like oh hey I like you, then runs away <laughs> or, or like or or not even that that that, um forward but just you know. You're flirting and maybe it wasn't being reciprocated. Oh, I've definitely done that. I mean, like, but then, but then after you blew up, they come back around. No, <laughs> there was this one girl. After it was like right before COVID hit, I ended up like hooking up with her, and she was like, "Alex, like I've loved you my whole life." And I'm like, like walls hooking up with her. It was kind of dope, but I also was like, "Holy shit, is this real right now?" Because <sighs> I was like, I thought I, I, I thought she hated me in high school the whole time. Oh. And uh, that was epic, I guess. Um, <laughs> oh, you like me epic. <laughs> but there was this one There was this one girl that I told, like, I, I would definitely enter the whole high school. And I told her right right as we were graduating, I was like, yo, I've been in so obsessed with you for, like, five years. Oh, and I was like, I had to get it off my chest. Yeah. She, she kind of, like, came in for the kiss, I think. And then uh, I had to curve because I was like, there's too many emotions going on in my body right now. <laughs> you curved? <laughs> uh, the look, man, it was a fumble. Oh, but, Zero riz back then for sure. Wait, have you ever fucked an ex? Hey man, this is a safe space because I do I'm, it all the time. I'm trying to think. Wait, what? Uh, I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have I fucked an ex? 
I don't think so. Not yet, but there, I, 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 I it feels mean, great, amazing, <laughs> really. Uh, I said too much. I definitely wouldn't say no. What constitutes right? like why, why? Why would you turn down? Like why would you turn turn, turn down? I mean, it's years? not turning down, but I mean, like, would you go like try to get out, back with your ass? Go out of my way. I wouldn't. Oh, I wouldn't no, not get back, but fuck to fuck them. Like oh, I want to fuck her again. I don't think there would be like a thing where I'd be like, I want to have sex with you to like to esteem my like, feelings, hatred, right? Or or like feelings. Uh, but it wouldn't be more like. I feel like sure. after the breakup, I, like I, I just it's it's on their court if they want to mm. ha- have sex. So they like, reached out to you. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I mean, I feel like usually that's the case. Wow. I don't think I would. I don't think I would go out of my way. I mean, depends on how amicably it ended, for sure. My most recent relationship, I was just like out and about. Uh, after I broke up with her, like a month later, I was in Vancouver. I was out with my sister, and she was just like, she kind of like saw me at this place and mm-hmm. came up to me and give me a drink and i was just like uh i was trying to low-key avoid her mm. but um unfortunately that just didn't really happen and then she gave me a drink and i said hi like how, how are you doing and pretty sure she reached out afterwards i think i don't know necessarily her intentions but that was kind of the vibe she gave but you didn't take the offer you no strong man yeah. i would have taken it the fuck mm. i <laughs> To be clear, I've never fucked. I've never fucked an yeah, ex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is why this is why we. This is why the podcast yeah. is the podcast. I've never fucked an ex, but I've heard well from this guy that it's really good sex, and now I'm like, oh, it's amazing. Oh, ah, all those feelings come rushing back. I mean, I feel like it would be good sex because it's like, it's like kind of anger and like frustration, and then you know what's reminiscent. Yeah, you know what's comfortable with the person. Yeah, but it's like it's just not worth the the turmoil. Valid. Yeah. I mean, I no, I'm. Not, I don't know if I'm smarter. I just feel like I just don't want to waste my time. Fair. Well, I think that's smart. <laughs> well, yeah, but you know, we're, but we're I would all... also like love to be an idiot, right? Yeah, be a little stupid. Yeah, be yeah. stupid. Do you feel like meeting girls now? It's it's easier. Li- it's it's short. It's easier, but. Do you do most of the sliding, or or do you do you look at your DMs and like, oh, oh, you're coming, you get uh, you go into the generals. Honestly, <laughs> today I I was checking my DMs because usually there is like business related stuff sure. in it. Um, but I was checking my DMs today, and this girl has like seventy five thousand followers. I was like, oh, it's like a girl with seventy five thousand followers. Yeah, and she was like, oh, you're coming to Oceaga in Montreal, and I went on her profile. And I'm like. Pfft. I would. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, I sent her a picture of my friend's dog, and I was like, what you think? <laughs> Your lines are so funny to me. Because it's like, okay, but the thing is, is like, I wouldn't want to hang out with that person if she didn't reply to that. Because that's when I know, like, she's she's silly. Yeah. Because if she's silly, then I'll we'll have a better time together. Mm. So, so I would rather test out the silliness. Oh, I gotta, mm. I gotta test the silliness because mm. I'm silly. Yeah. Mm. Wait. This. Okay. Can I? Can I put you on the spot for a little bit? Uh. I want to talk about how we met because you slid in my Twitter DMs, right? Yeah. And I actually remember because I, 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 I looked it up recently. I was like, yeah. How do we start talking? And you just sent me uh, your tweets are really funny, which I appreciate by the way. That was very. Also, yeah. it, was a, it was a genuine compliment. Yeah. Yeah. Even... No, yeah. I was, I was like chilling. I was chilling on Twitter and I was playing World of Warcraft with my, with my friend Antonio. And we were just like, I was just like, yo, look at these girls' tweets. She's like tweaking. Like, she's <laughs> absolutely losing her fucking mind. And he's like, damn, bro, she's wilding. And I was like, yo, she's funny. And like, that was kind of it. Okay, but I, I want to ask though that when you like DM me, was it like platonic or was there like. <laughs> <laughs> I want to break day day forty five of of celibacy. Uh, like, yeah. yeah. What was the intention there? Was it like, uh, you know? I don't know specifically. I like don't re- totally remember at all. Uh, but I sometimes I just message people if like I can see myself being funny with that person, mm. and it's just like, yeah, that's kind of it. That uh, makes sense. Uh, oh no. Okay. So I was on call with him, and I, he was like, "Yo, DM her," and I was like, "All right." So I DM'd her, I'm like, yo, she replied. And he's like, you're on, bro. <laughs> and that was kind of it. So, like, you know, if you get a reply from someone, you're pretty much in. That's where the work actually starts. At least for me. Because when I get a reply, I'm already sending them, like, moron level game. Yeah. Moron level game. Like, just like, that's why I sent a picture of a dog. I'm like, yeah. what do you think? 
No, we actually had really good banter because I remember I was like, I was like, oh, thank you or something like that. And then you were like, yeah, they're super relatable or something like that. And I was like, oh, do you suck dick too? And <laughs> then you were like, yeah, all the time. Get in that. You're then like, you how do I? Me, then you sent me a photo of you being like goofy, like something weird or something like that. And then I sent just, one just, back. Just, just like, I like this. Fully erect. <laughs> about to suck this dick. <laughs> <laughs> Or just like a like a, a a portrait shot of me just like rolling down. But it was like instant friendship to me. Yeah, I know. Nice. I know. Um. Then we friend zoned each other. First time we hung out, we uh we sat in the car talking about uh both of our situationships at the time. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a surefire way to friend zone <laughs> someone. Yeah. Yeah. It was doubt. It was doubt. Um. I don't think DM slides. Uh, I, I I never really do DM slides, ever. What do you do? Just in person, in person sliding. I'm never in person anywhere, so that's my issue. Well, I mean, but but no, you you're with like tons of people. You're touring all the time. You, yeah. You, like, you you don't ever pull pull a girl like on stage like, just come come here. Yeah, but that's a fan. <laughs> that's different than like someone you found attractive and you bring them. Oh no, you could look in the crowd like, oh she bad. No, There's she only bad. been so few times where, I, sometimes you know when you you can like put up a Snapchat and then like like put. Some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold it up, right? Dude, there's there was this one time, I don't know where I was. I think it was in like it was some part of Canada, and this girl was holding it up. It was just like, eat my pussy. No, it was literally. (laughs) It was literally, you know, you wanna. And then I looked at it, and I looked at her. I was like, damn, okay. Oh. And then I just remember like walking up to like her side of the stage area, and I just saw that, and I just completely lost train of thought, and I just like I was like, oh. And then I turned around to my DJ and I was like, oh, and I just like completely stopped rapping. And it was like the worst performance, like vocally, the whole, whole, the whole she set. She threw you off. She threw my shit off big time. And then Damn. immediately I get off stage and I'm like checking my DMs and shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, oh shit. But yeah, it was dope. Damn, that's down such bad. a down, would you, down bad. Would you ever fuck a fan? Is that like a turn on or a turn off if someone's like, If they bad, of course you No, can. no, not really. No. I like... If they're if they're there and like wearing merch, hell no. Like they would, oh, they have to be like they are diehard. Yeah, yeah it, they have to be like like oh, like I like your music, listener. I ended up hooking up with this one girl from Toronto one time, and I didn't think that she was like a fan. And I I did this like streamer awards type thing, and uh, um, uh, I mean this is pretty obvious who it is, but uh, I ended up flying her down to to Vegas during the streamer awards or whatever. No, it was eSports gaming award. I don't know what the fuck uh-huh. it was. I can't remember. Performed there, flew her down because I had an extra like free flight. And I was like, yeah, whatever. And uh, it was good, it was good, it was good, it was good. And then I was like rehearsing to do like this small little set and she knew every lyric and I was like. And she was like <laughs> singing and I was like. And my homie Antonio was there and he looks at me and he's like. Oof. And like nothing, nothing against her. Like God bless her. Right. Of course. Super sweet lady. Of course, of but course. I was just like that's just you too you just this. don't do that you don't do that like yeah. it's like if someone's a poet and is like a super die hard like oh, right. the trees the bushes no, the, I get, the winds the yeah. fires like if someone is like obsessed with that poetry it's, and like goes up to the person right. and yeah. is like the trees the wind and like yeah. whispering in your ear while you're getting laid like yeah no oh my god <laughs> someone like rehearsing my tweets to me but like, word for word yeah exactly but it's like you're giving off a obsession yeah. feeling. And well, I don't know lyrics to any of your songs, so we can That's fuck dope. still. That's dope. Dude, this is the best dance ever. What, what is this? This is the... the the whip. Yeah. Watch me whip. Watch me whip. Watch me whip. Yeah. So good. Oh, man. When I popped off. Yeah. I popped off. Popped off. Are those lyrics when I popped off? Yeah. I think so. Uh, yeah. And then popped off became like common terminology. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Really? It wasn't a thing before? It was, but it wasn't nearly as popular. And then Fortnite really popular. Oh, I popped off. Bro. You're popping off right now. Mm. Fortnite. Wow. You've trailblazed the term. Dude. La 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 was a huge thing for Fortnite. Oh, shit. Like, most Fortnite, like, 12-year-old gamer kids that started uploading videos on YouTube all, like, had a career birth from just using La 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 in their montage. 
I used to get like tons of messages being like, yo, you changed my life. Like your song like blew my video up. And I'm like, all right. Because oh, so cool. it's a fucking drop, right? Say less, it's- gamers. Yeah, it's like when I bopped out. And yeah. you know, it's like the screen shakes with that, that with victory the- royale. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's cool. Fortnite's so funny, man. I've never met any more. Like people in that game are so toxic. They're all like, hiya, hiya. League oh. of Legends? I mean, it's pretty bad too. Pretty bad too. Is is that uh is your game World of Warcraft? Is that uh, preferably shit? yes, but unfortunately Blizzard is kind of just fucking their whole company mm-hmm. right now, and it's just un- that's just the way it is. But what, what's your what's your go to go to game then? If I'm for what for leisure, I don't know. Just for you, you go to you don't have a go to game. Well, I have like there's like different levels. There's levels to it. Okay, well, see, I, I'm only nerd <laughs> so, so much. Uh, so it's like if I'm like sweating. FPS, FPS. Okay, first, first person persons. shooter probably Counter Strike. Counter Strike, like, simply because okay. I feel like Call of Duty is just fucked now. It's there's just way too much shit going on. It feels like Fast and the Furious Nine. Yeah. Uh, and then if I'm going like with the boys and we're just gonna play games for like two weeks straight, it's probably World of Warcraft. I I just love that game so much. It's so in depth and just simple and relaxing. Um. And then if I'm like on a plane playing by myself, it's probably Diablo two. Diablo two. Yeah. So you you're more tapped into like the 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 MMO like RPG yeah. side of shit. I really like MMOs. I was just on Hassan's stream yesterday, and I like shouted at Poe. I don't know if you know Path of Exile. It's like a Diablo two clone, and they like all like followed. No, they followed me like the Poe game, and I was like, "Yo, let's do, let, get me in the game." And they're like, "All right, bet." And uh, so I might I might be a character in Path of Exile maybe. Oh, that'd be dope. so cool. That'd be super sick. I, I saw you're doing a song with Riot. Valorant, yeah. cool. Yeah, super sick. Nice. Um, do you feel like video games are like your worst like unhealthy coping mechanism or like vice? Ha- your yeah, vice. vice. Like, like okay. And I asked because like a lot of musicians, right? Like, are really into like drugs, sex, like every day, every weekend, and they kind of go into a hole of like right, like yeah, like. Like, like they're doing a ton of coke they're doing a ton of like do you feel like you've ever fallen there or so if you do a bunch of coke you're just using up your dopamine and serotonin mm-hmm. and like which technically video games is the same it, shit this is what, this yeah. what that's my point I'm about to make is like I notice for sure if I'm trying to be creative I can't be creative after like at least four days prior if I played video games I just can't make anything good. I don't know why. Wow. I'm so much more creative. You're probably just like just so drained, dude. From yeah, all the- it's super interesting. I, I like. I wish there was more research done on it because like yeah. I really find it very difficult to be creative. I can be like monotonous admin work, but mm-hmm. I cannot do anything creative. Yeah. And during COVID, I struggled really, really yeah. brutally because the fuck am I gonna do? I'm not gonna right. make like songs for 17 hours straight. Mm-hmm. So I'd just be playing WoW for like 14 hours straight. And I just would try to make a song. Your brain, bro. And I, yeah, and I would oh. just be like frustrated trying to make music because it wouldn't be good at all. And very interesting because I stopped playing video games when I stopped hooking up with girls to, you know, become a musician. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I definitely was partying like the most I've ever partied for a while. But you guys drink often? Not mm. anymore. How was the thingy a- you went to? Was it last night? It wasn't even a. Th- I, I like got drinks with a friend and I had two drinks. So you're a blackout. <laughs> Basically. And then she's like, she texted, texted me and Gabe, hey, you guys up? I'm horny. <laughs> What's did. your fucking boyfriend? Asleep? I texted him first, but he's not there. Yeah. So what am I going to do? Be loyal by talking to my best friends. Right. <laughs> and then you post on your story, mm, it'd be nice to have three boyfriends. That I, could, <laughs> I could rotate on and off. Yeah. Some, okay. I, I don't back you on some some of the things for sure. Well, having having rotational boyfriends. Well, no, <laughs> it's just like I have to put you on the grill. I disagree with a lot of the things. Oh, that's that fine. You post. No, yeah, but you it's guys, good. You guys it's are healthy. all of my close friends. You guys, yeah, no, I know. I'm the it's, problem. It's like <laughs> it's nuts. Yeah. Sometimes I'm sitting there and I'm like, <laughs> do all girls post this on their close friend stories? Is no, this oh, no. why all my relationships have failed? It must be. No, this is what the, the, the crazy <laughs> part is. This is what they're thinking. It's true. She it's posts true. it. No, because I, my girlfriends don't tell me I'm crazy. Yeah. He's like, yes, queen. No, oh my you God. tell them. My girlfriends yes. reply to my shit and they're like, facts. Like, this is so true. <laughs> yeah, oh, hell no. Nah. Well, yeah, at least we're alive. 
Yeah. No, but see, but the close friends is for me my first defense of like getting out the toxicity. Like, boom. Yeah. And I then think I go you have to, to rid then it. Then I go. Yeah. Then I go to my boyfriend and I'm like, ah, I'm sorry. I what about a journal? Said, I guess what? it is essentially kind Th- of. A that's journal. what it is yeah. for me. It's like this vent, right? Like what? And it's like, and and it, to me, it's like I get because I can get advice from friends, right? Like sometimes, yeah, this guy will be like. You're Rosie, shut the flag. fuck up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You, you are a... <laughs> and it's like... And it's nice because I hate troubling people with my problems, right? Like, I don't want to go to y'all every single day. Like, oh, like, oh. he's got inspired. Like, like, he said this and I said, I'm thinking this. Like, right? It's like, it's voluntary. It's like, yeah, oh, yeah. I put it here. And if you have the energy or like you care and you want to reply, you get to. Yeah. Right? That makes sense. Which is why I like it as a format. It's yeah. It's funny. Yeah. There's definitely some parts that I'm just like, wow, I don't think I've ever put that much text on one Instagram story in my life, but it's kind of sick. Yeah. It's, it's crazy how updated it is. Because like one hour, it's like, oh my God, I, lo- I love John so much. And then literally in the next, it would be a picture of their fight. And I'm like, uh, I, I was like, uh, does he know that he knows that you put that stuff up there? He does. Yeah. Because he, he, okay. he's, he's on my close friends sometimes or he's asked to be on it. <laughs> and then that's why you don't post any things with him and then then you revert back to it yeah i never i always take him off if i'm making posts about so how i take love him people off yeah i don't think i have anyone except for mean pages on my close friend story it was a it was a pro play what i would do is i would close friends memes of myself the ao meme pages you guys want to post this and they would see it and then post it nice. snapped a little marketing yeah dude you're so, you're so smart I finessed the system, but, but yeah. then they just started getting annoying with me, annoyed with me, and I, they stopped helping me. <laughs> but yeah, sorry, John. Yeah, yeah, me too, John. <laughs> My fault. Every, every time I, I see John, I'm like, bro, I, give me a hug. You've been through a lot. Okay. <laughs> You've you been. Okay. Yeah. In my defense, I don't put all the like every single good stuff either. Like. Most of the time, we're happy. Yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no, there's no point in, in ranting about, yeah. like... Yeah, so it's, it's like uh, availability bias. Like, you just see all the problems because that's the only time I'll post something. Yeah. But he's a great he's a great partner. And so am I. That's what he puts up with me. Right. How long have you guys been dating? Four months now. Nice. I know. <clears throat> we're going to get married and move to Canada. Four months. I, I support it. If you, if you guys... Do you think you would get married with him already? The, with the exact same, if you were like, you had to make a decision today, and the, those exact uh, feelings you have for him right now had to withstand until you guys death do your part type thing. Yes. Like, if I had to choose between I marry him or I lose him forever, I'd choose I marry him. That's great. No, no I just, I think he'd be a great father and a great husband, a great partner. Like, and yeah, like we have fights, but. To me, the most important thing is that we're always able to resolve them in a healthy way. Like, like we'll fight, and every time we resolve them, I feel like I love him more. Yeah, that's good. I mean, I feel like you guys won't have that same argument again. Yeah. How many times are the How many times are the arguments reoccur? The same? Mm. And reoccurring. <laughs> Ooh. So, <laughs> Every we time. haven't we <laughs> haven't had the same recurring argument for a while. Why did now. you tweet about your pussy again? Why did you tweet no, about opening we, no, your actually, legs no, again? Actually, no, so I yesterday I replied to one of my friend's tweets. So I have this friend Fudge. He's like a pro league player. Uh, he plays for Cloud Nine. But we have a bit where like he'll like have the most common tweet, and I will and then reply. Like a, yeah, I'll reply book. with the most deranged yep. reply. So my reply actually yesterday was pretty normal. But he had this tweet that was like. I'm bored, what should I do? And I just replied, I was like, have sex with me. Mm. And then, yeah, and like that, my reply ratioed his original tweet like by double the likes. But anyways, John saw that and then he just made a joke about it. He didn't get mad at me. Oh, what, what did he I, say? He was just like, he was just you like- You shouldn't have sex with him. <laughs> no, 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 he wasn't <laughs> nah. even, he, he, he like, he was a little sassy, but he was like, he was like, Rosie, don't you have such a great boyfriend? You should say thank you, John, for letting me comment, have sex with me. That's and funny. I, and we don't get in a fight. And I and I reply, I was like, thank you, John, for letting me say have sex with me and we don't get in a fight. But yeah, we didn't get in a wow. fight. I feel like everyone on Twitter is just horny though. That's what I'm saying. It's like your tweets it, it's it's yeah. actually like cleverly horny. It's yeah. not just like Oh, just fuck me, right? It's not like yeah. a, a, a marketing scheme. No, it's to always their a punchline. It's always right, a punchline. Right, exactly. Yeah. You know, you know what the, uh, and people, 
John John tells me this all the time. But like, I'll make a horny tweet or something, and he's mm. like, "You wanna have sex?" And I'm like, "Nope." <laughs> And he's, uh, like, he's like, I'm going to tell your followers you're fake horny. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> You've been to China. Have you yeah. looked at a certain dish and was like, what the fuck? Was there any culture shocks when you, when you went to China? Not really. I mean, like, culture. Oh, it, like, it was all normal. This yeah, it was all normal. Yeah, you know what I mean? No, because coming from Vancouver, I've, I've, I have so many Asian friends and Chinese friends that, like, I just knew a lot about Chinese culture. Uh, but, I mean, like, architecturally, I guess environmentally, yeah. super different. Um but as far as like, were they racist? Not because I'm I, I'm walking in a very biased perspective of like everyone loves me. There. Okay, so my, yeah, my yeah. the predominant like assumption of how I like it mm, is people fair, liking me there. Fair, 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 fair. I definitely felt like an idiot sometimes when I didn't know how to speak, and people would be like, "Ha ha, clown." And then I I would just say like a couple words, and they wash your baby with no money. <laughs> yeah, chiffon pilama. <laughs> I love I love that it sounds, it rolls so well off my tongue, um, but yeah I I've definitely eaten some things where I've been like damn that shit crazy, but like rabbit brain Chengdu mm. like I wouldn't frogs eat it again. they got frogs out I've there. had frogs before I wasn't yeah, it kind of just tasted chicken um, yeah but rabbit brain is just like like mush it's kind of like like really fatty fish yeah it's super just a fat kind of it's kind of nasty but it it's, it's cool i guess yeah um so i got a question what what was your top memories touring what was your most memorable i i mean i guess like my first real tour mm-hmm. i mean i went on tour for the first time with matt like in young tw- gravy right? in, in, yeah young gravy sorry in 2018 and you know it's just like wait so that's before you blew up he blew up oh. so that's when i was like as go mode because i had an ep with him and i was mm. like if i no one gets this shot mm. like i i pretty much went like ape shit after he blew up because I was like, I have to at least give this a shot, yeah. and if I don't give this shot, I'm a fucking clown. Yeah. Was gonna... he was he in Vancouver too? No, it? he so he grew up in Minnesota, mm-hmm. and uh, he yeah he just blew up. So were you touring while going to uni? Essentially, yes. So I finished. I just had one class to do in the summer, so I did I did like a dog class in the summer just to get it done, mm-hmm. and then I graduated the next year. So I was pretty much done in 2018, but I had one class fi- to finish, and I remember the this tour, it was like from April, I went on, I did a final on in April, and then I flew out the next day to go to Nashville immediately. And I did this tour, and then the day after I got home, the next day was a summer class. Mm-hmm. So it was like immediately like summer tour, blacking out pretty much every night, just getting like the party out of me, and then going back home. And I remember like flying home and crying to Black Panther, like like profusely crying. For no reason, because I was like, "Why am I going back to class?" Like I just had the craziest experience in my entire right, life. Yeah, like, yeah. It, was, it was insane. Yeah. Um. So that was really like the coolest experience. I mean, I don't really remember much of it. In all honesty, Ooh, you were blacked out. It wasn't. It wasn't that much, but it was definitely a lot of drinking and partying yeah. and memories and and like. Yeah. It was cool because like, it felt really real yeah. for a minute, and then I went back to school and I was like, "Holy shit." This is gonna be the end of me. Yeah. And then as soon as I finished that, I just like buckled down and started making so much music and just mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. just dropping it constantly. Yeah. Um and yeah, it worked out kind of in a sense. Uh I'm curious, do you feel like being a musician makes it harder to have like a healthy love life or like relationship? Because one, you're busy, and two, like, do you feel like it's harder to like trust people? Like, are people getting close to you for, like, fame or money, et cetera? At this point, you can kind of tell, like, mm. what people's intentions are. I mean, like, I'm I'm a dumbass, but I'm not that much of a dumbass. Right. Uh, <laughs> like, yes, intimate relationships are very difficult because you essentially have to build, like, a bond of trust via the internet. And that's very difficult because if you don't see someone's mannerisms on, like, how they treat other people and how they interact with, like, yeah. their family and whatnot, then you have no idea, like, what type of person they really are. Right. But... I try to get a FaceTime in, like ASAP, 
before any dates or anything. Oh yeah, like a couple. No, Facetiming. I mean, like at least from my perspective. Yeah. When you meet someone, or when you e meet someone, just Facetime them. Yeah. It doesn't even matter if it's a girl or a guy. Like if it's business related too, you just get to the point. Mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. break the ice rather than trying to bullshit. Yeah, because you, you just you just get so much more like context of like who yeah. this person is mm-hmm. just from a. Yeah. Hey, how's, it, how's it going? Yeah. 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 Totally. I mean, like, yeah, you told me today, like, all you do, all I ever do is call. It's just also way easier to get the yeah. point across. And no, it's cute. I like, I like seeing you. Yeah. But, but it's funny because you always call me when I'm driving. Then I gotta go. Oh. <laughs> Don't drive. Just get someone to drive for My you. Fault. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You have a Tesla. It drives <laughs> yeah, itself. Yeah. Also, it literally drives itself. My fault. My fault. Uh- <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely difficult. I mean. Yeah. I. I, I- I wish I could be at home more yeah. or something like that, but it's not the case. Yeah, I'm also curious because I have a lot of friends, like influencers and stuff like that, and like a lot of musicians are in their DMs, right? And they've hooked up with a lot of musicians, and it's like almost a common theme that like they never want to date or like it's never serious with them, and they just like it's just like sex, right? It's just this like what musicians or just yeah influencers. Both, but like the musicians. Both, and yeah, musicians also just glorify like fucking bitches all the time. Right. When it's really about you know, it's about emotional connection. It's about fucking. I mean, right. I mean, yeah. Do you think that's true? And why do you think that is? I think if you like someone, you can make it happen. Mm. People just don't like. In this day and age, I feel like there's too much availability of other people, so there's too many options mm. all the time. But um, I think it's easier to just if you like someone, just why not? If you guys, it, I don't know. It's not. It's not that. It's very black and white. I mean, it's like, it's easy. Yeah, that's why I'm marrying John. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, you there found is. you found your person. Snapped. Yeah, snap. It's uh, it's not it's not it's not as you, easy for the rest of us though. Okay. Yeah, you know. Do you feel like you want to like, yeah, settle down, have a family, and do you feel like that can happen concurrently while you still chase music, or is it kind of one or the other? Like you'd have to. Touring is definitely very difficult if i were to have a kid i, I couldn't i couldn't do her there's no way because yeah. the first like four or five years of the child's life is like the most important years yeah. so um i wouldn't you know ideally i would have a partner that would be like incredibly capable of hypothetically doing it by herself yeah. if we were in a situation where we we're tight for money perhaps but i don't think either of those will be the case because i like i want to just be a stay-at-home dad yeah. so I mean, that makes sense. Like, the dream is to, like, grind right now so that you can. Yeah. yeah For real? You want to be working. a stay-at-home dad? I respect well, you it. Don't, me too. Yeah, well, you sick. just do chores. Make you just... food. That sounds sexy as fuck. That sounds really? fun. Really? Like, and then I can just make music when babies sleep. Fair, fair, fair. Sounds like really? a great life. I, like... You get it. Your I, priorities are in the right place. Yeah, definitely. Like. I've always wanted to just be, like, a really good dad because I feel like I grew up in a family that... You know, there was obviously like some ups and downs, but I mean, mm-hmm. I grew up in a really like loving family, yeah. so I just want to do the same for my kid. Mm. What about you, Jimmy? Do you feel yeah, like Jim, Jim. once you have kids, you're still gonna be out and about, working, grinding? Yeah, I gotta, I gotta go to my son's baseball practices. I, I need to be there because when I was growing up. You know, my dad always had to work because we we were an immigrant family. He, yeah. he had to, yeah. and, and then even he don't even know how to sign up for fucking classes, right? Because yeah. he, he barely spoke the language. Um, so I I knew how much of that I missed and how the how that impacted me growing up, mm-hmm. right? Having having a dad who is more absent. Yeah. So I feel like, also, I feel like it's just fun, you know, having a kid that you could like chill with, talk to, play, play sports with. That's just fun. That's yeah. just really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. And then just coach him through shit. Yeah. Like may- maybe he- he's genetically uh, lacking a little bit, but no, we going to work hard, son. <laughs> we going to get this practice and we yeah. going to hit the gym together. <laughs> yeah. I, you, you might be a twig right now, but no, we going to hit the weight room together. And I would, I would like coach him, yeah. right? And just see the the glow up. Yeah. yeah. No, I have such a deep desire to give my kids like all the things I couldn't have as a kid. Like if they want to like have piano lessons, we can afford that, right? Like swimming lessons, they can afford that. Man, I wish I knew how to swim. But, you don't um, know how to swim? No. We never had access to a pool, and at some point I was just, like, okay, if you're in a pool, will you sink? You uh, look uh, lo- after you. long enough, yeah. Like after like a, a minute. 
<laughs> you don't even know like a like a simple freestyle. I can teach you how to swim. I used to be a competitive swimmer. Yeah, do you want to see? Do you want to see if you want to swim? Yeah, like, do you guys have a pool here? <laughs> you really don't know how to swim? No. That's crazy. Yeah. So if you guys ever got tired and, of me and, and wanted small, to get rid too, of me, so like you 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 could <laughs> you gonna drown in like the kiddie pool. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So are you are you afraid of water? I'm afraid of the ocean, yeah. Ocean's scary. Well, the ocean's terrifying if you don't know yeah. how to swim. It's super <laughs> yeah. scary because you will sink to the bottom and die. Yeah, I do not go into the water. I'm like, no. I've only met a couple people, and I end up always teaching those people to swim. Wow, you can take my swimming virginity. <laughs> it's going to be really wet. No. Nah. <laughs> like a pool. <laughs> You're so funny. Okay. <laughs> do you know any kids you want? Not one. one. Not, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like one will be not fun. Yeah. Right. Two will, like, you know, just like having two pets or two dogs. Like one can, yeah, one can like, tire each other out. So yeah, don't need to do as much. Um, but I think three is the perfect dynamic. Yeah. Of really? Like one will be a dickhead and then two will become friends. And then there's, like, there's different mm. sides to the stories every yeah. time. Rather than just having one or two where they're just going to fight. Yeah. Uh. You, you get to like almost immediately like gain a sense of companionship and like yeah. also depends on what you get too it's like you know you get the son then the next one is yeah the son oh, son another daughter son. combo <laughs> it's another son I, I need to get the daughter try again oh god oh no we three keep sons. these three sons what do i do i that's keep a, trying that's a, oof. i want i think i want three kids if my body can handle it but we'll see i feel like i just only associate myself with people that actually i can like and it's like it's kind of like the energy you put out there is the energy you're gonna return get returned. So, I mean, I will without a like a dying passion, I will stay clear from the parties in LA because I just I can't be fucked with. Like I just I go there and it is the antithesis of my existence. I like see people trying literally to impress people right in front of these other people, and I'm like, bro, like this is the lowest level of humanity. Wow. I've ever seen in my life. It's like just just be yourself, do your own thing and you're going to get accoladed for being original rather than like having to like copy other people and to impress other people f for like this yeah. weird sense of validation from yeah. the so-called facade industry. Yeah. I don't know. That's my take. People might get mad at me for saying that, but I just like don't care. Like yeah. mm -hmm. I even through my music, like it's How, how do you make your, your connections? The ones that you make. I just reach out to people that I'm like, oh, this person would probably fuck with me because they're mm. goofy. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's it. Like, I just like, I also don't really know that many people. Like, um, yeah. I'm like, Matt is way better at like holding relationships than I am. Because like, honestly, like sometimes I'm like, I have 700 unread messages. I just don't want to reply to them because I just, I don't necessarily think I need them in my life. Not necessarily as a business perspective, but I'm just like, I just... Yeah. I have I'm at capacity sometimes, yeah. and I, I like I don't I don't know what about you guys like. That's a good point. At, at capacity, we we were chilling at, at a party one time, and we we're like, "Yo, we just I just want to be chilling right here with you." Oh yeah, yeah, no, exactly. So that's what I I feel yeah, like feel my weird. first year in LA. Like I loved going out. Like I love meeting new people. Blah blah. blah. And then it took me a while to, to realize. I think I'm also very like trusting where my heart on my sleeve. Where it's like people say something, I believe them, and I started having to realize that people were lying. Like people are saying like, oh yeah, I produce for Blackpink or whatever. And like things that are just straight up not true to your point, just to like impress or like seem like they're a person that they're not mm -hmm. and like get something out of you. And once you stop being valuable to people, they kind of like discard you or forget about you. Yeah. Like I think a lot of people I realized were like that. And now it's like, even if I go out, like if I'm going to a birthday party or whatever, like I am only hanging out with the people I already know. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, like, Jimmy and I, like, even, like, I hosted a party at my place, and I didn't talk to anyone that came, except the people I knew. I sat down it, with Jimmy. It's just more comfortable. I always, something that always freaks me out is, like, you unfollow someone, and, like, it's someone, like, I'm mutual with, I've never even met in person, and we just don't interact, and you unfollow them, the next day, they're messaging you, like. Really? Yeah. You get people messaging Yeah, they you? message me, and they're like, did I do something? Like, why'd you unfollow me? And I'm like, we just never talked. And yeah. then they block me. I would unfollow 100% a person that I don't really speak to and like. Right. Honestly, if, if their content is just like annoying me and I'm like, okay, I really just don't want to see it. If their content is like, I go on Instagram and I see it and I'm like, uh, I want to get off Instagram. 
then I unfollow them. <laughs> I do, um, no, I do. The, if your Twitter content sucks and I don't want it on my timeline, like, I have so many friends that, like, mute. Like, oh, just mute. But I'm like, if I don't want to see, I'm just going to unfollow. It's not that serious. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I would definitely unfollow a, a girl, like, an ex-girlfriend for sure. Like, if mm. you break up, I just, like, I have no intentions. Like, it's not, like... Usually, I'm just like, hey, like I'm just gonna do this for myself because I don't really have any intentions to see you, so I have there's no mm-hmm. reminding X Y Z. So last questions, thoughts. You have questions for us? I think I know you guys pretty well now, honestly. <laughs> right? Hanging out, talking. Yeah. For, for... I mean that drive, that drive home. Yeah. Was yeah, like, was, uh... you know what you guys should do? You guys should do a session in a car. We should, huh? You, 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 you guys seen this recent podcast that like blew up? The Bobby what? one? Yeah, yeah, the one who was just chilling in bed with Drake. Yeah. I was like, this is a fired concept. I've told you this before. You Literally that? during, yeah, I was like, oh, like when we were shooting the shit in bed at the ski trip. Oh. Yeah, I was like, I was like, oh, this is a cool concept. Like, oh, you did, talk. you did, you did. Well, the, well, the reason why it's really good is she's really, really awkward. Yeah. That's yeah. why it's good. True, 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 true. So it like really just gets the awkwardness out of the other person, and the other person tries the whole conversation, but she just like yeah. denies it. But Drake is actually so funny too. Like, yeah, well, he's an actor. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, he knows what he's doing yeah. for sure. Yeah. But yeah, I, I was actually with Hassan yesterday and, and Matt, and we were watching um how she became popular, oh. and she was just like a mom TikToker, mm-hmm. and then had a kid. Mm-hmm. And supposedly has like a lopsided boob or something, mm-hmm. and uh, and then I guess like. Her neighbor was like a very successful actor or something, and then uh, Drake reached out or some shit. I almost like dude, Drake reached out. What what a what a lift! Like yeah, I don't know. That from my knowledge, it just seems like Drake just reached out and was just like, "Fuck it, let's do it." Isn't that crazy? Wow, that's fire. I don't know. She must know a bunch of people too, but yeah, that's yeah wild. fire. All right, so next well, I'm I'm pretty much just we like go right now. Yeah, let's get in. Let's get in bed. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in to the Down Bad Podcast. <laughs> We're all down bad as fuck. Yeah, we are. Make sure to subscribe to Patreon and give these people a bunch of money. Or it's just downbad.show. Cheers. Cheers.